On this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus, we're hanging out at the Hideaway. They just brought us a fresh Ziploc bag of ice for our for our pitcher, <laughs> and we're with Ben Lobby Holmes. Fancy. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I'm what Randy Knowles, editor and publisher of Winter Park Magazine, calls a sloppy reporter, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Like sloppy because your handwriting's sloppy? You just meant in general. Well, oh. I had, we had an issue this We're going to talk about and it. And we'll talk about it. Yeah. I made a mistake and owned up to it. It happens. And apparently he's never made a mistake, so okay. he's coming for me. All right, all yeah. right. <laughs> and I'm going to talk your... about it publicly because that's what I do. But here tonight, we're hanging out at the Hideaway Bar in uh, Ivanhoe Village. We are. We are. I'm having a beer. Ivanhoe, no Ulaho. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we also have some friends from Ben Lobby Homes. It's Ben and Scott. Whoa, whoa. Hey, what's going on? Hey, boys. They were just here like a few weeks ago. Yeah, they love us. They they can't quit us. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> We've become addicted. Good. Well, you had some great things to say last time. We're going to put you through it again. Yeah. We're going to see what you think about the news. And then we have some questions because we put out some uh, a little call for questions on our Instagram account oh, yeah. we for, did for how to buy homes and, and about the market. And we're going to hear all about it from you two ordained experts. So we are at the hideaway tonight here in Ivanhoe. Uh-huh, Last uh-huh. time we were at the Wave Hotel. This is like the two extremes, I yeah, feel like. From Wave Hotel to the hideaway. Which bar. I love the hideaway. I feel like these guys are trying to tell us something. This is more my, my speed here. It is? Because oh, yeah. $5 sandwiches. Yeah, this or, is, yes. This yeah. is the other end of luxury. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but no, I, li- I, I live close to here. I love it here. Their burgers here are great. I hear there's a Reuben on special that I might get. We'll Reuben on special today. They do a great fish fry event every year too which i love all right it's yeah, like all you can eat fish fry mm-hmm. yeah the, one of the was it one of the old managers make her mother used to make it as a free catfish fish fry day really and they like raise money for different exactly. charities each year i yeah. think uh when i first moved to orlando this was like the first bar i went to when i came here when i was interviewing was for hideaway the job. Bar? it was hideaway and then the caboose <laughs> how many years ago was that like like uh, 10 years 12 years ago i was staying at the hotel the senesta it was called at oh the wow time. It's, oh. The, it's the double tree now yeah. but the, i told my cab driver what's the closest bar and he's like i'll take you to the hideaway i wonder what it back what, when they used cabs would brought you <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when, when i used to live down at live at park north this was our place to go oh so and I'll tell you, Brendan, when I went to the caboose, I was sitting outside. Quick story. I was sitting outside with this guy. Never was, a quick story. No, I was drinking beers, and, and it was like a Friday <laughs> night. And, and I was like, oh, like, I, I might move here to Orlando. I live in Alabama, but I'm moving here. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, this Ivanhoe used to be a good neighborhood. I'm like, oh, what happened? <laughs> he's like, the gays moved in. <laughs> what? <laughs> I went, all right. <laughs> and now it's an amazing neighborhood. <laughs> it's, it's fabulous. <laughs> and the price value is going up. A, they say that's a sign, right, Scott? Like uh, when the gays come in, we're, we're an indicator species of gentrification. <laughs> we are very known for going into questionable neighborhoods yeah. and making them Thornton fabulous. Park. Lake Como. Lake Como. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got to have little neighborhoods we can have plays on their names. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where were you last week? Uh, I was here last week. We but just I, recorded but, early. But, but we went early because I had to, I went to Michigan last right, week. So I went and saw my mom, my brother, my sister. Had a good time up there. Ate some good food. But now I'm so back. nice to see your family. That's it was. great. I'm very your excited mom was for down you. here a few weeks ago. I know. I know. I need to get up to Canada. You should. I just visited our friends at Dapper Dental. 
I got to go in March. Yeah, go say hi to them. Having a baby. He just had one. Oh, okay. <laughs> had a baby. David, Dr. David Sutton. Are Daddy you, David the, Sutton. The official dentist of Bungalore and the Bus. They're fantastic at Winter Park. And we have an official lawyer and an official uh-huh. dentist. Ooh, and, and almost an official realtor. <laughs> I think that's a twofer once you're on. <laughs> Coming up next month. Right. <laughs> yeah, party of three. Nice. That's what happens. And so should we just hop into news stuff? I want to know about your dentist uh, experience. Was it all right? Any cavities? No cavities. No? Did no. you get a lollipop or something? No lollipop. I need, and it's, we're doing okay. We're Which doing, I, I go every give. three months I, I have to go Oh, there. man. Three months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on like a super clean schedule. So they at least give you a little bit of floss and a tiny little tube of they toothpaste? They do, but I don't, but they gave me, I have to do a pick, like a fancy pick. Oh, nice. Yeah. I Bougie. I feel like <laughs> there should be an adult version of like the lollipop if you have no cavities. Don't I, you think? There's an adult version of a lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Godiva. Okay. All right. <laughs> Money could be. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What else happened this week? We also Renegers was this weekend, which we told you guys about last week. It was so fun. Did I you buy it? Did you buy that canoe that I saw that you posted? Beautiful wooden canoe. There's uh, always cool things at Renegers. But my favorite thing was this hot cowboy that was there selling stuff that I didn't need. Yeah? Yeah, and I bought some uh, some costume jewelry from him just so he knew I was gay. I just, <laughs> I'm sure he didn't need yeah. you to buy it. I looked him in the eye and I gave him gay. a fiver and I was like, keep, uh, keep the change. Wrote your number on yeah, it? Keep the change. No, I wasn't that smart. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do if he called me. Is that I'm all like, you bought? Was runaway and high. Yeah, costume jewelry. jewelry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. For my, for my tickle trunk, my costume stuff later on. Uh, should we talk about the mistake I made? Sure. Let's just get it out sure, of the Sure, let's air. get it out of the way. You guys want to hear some dirty laundry? Uh, I made a yes, mistake. We live for that. Right. And then we'll get into the real stuff. So let's let's give a little context to so this. So I wrote a story. I got this email. It was like a press release about uh, the city of Winter Park buying the post office downtown. Which has been an ongoing thing. Right. They've they, been talking about this for years. Because they're very afraid that a developer is going to swoop in and purchase that property from, direct from the United States Postal Service. And then put up a high rise, which is like the nightmare of Winter Park. God forbid, right? more people. Anything over two stories, people flip out. <laughs> Except when they build million dollar houses there. That's and, okay. And it looked legit, the press release. And then I had also seen WMFE write a piece about a protest that had just happened about the sale of the post office. So I was like, oh, man. I would, love, I would love to attend it. a Winter Park protest. Oh, I'm sure. It's I like, feel like they send their their uh, their help out to actually go <laughs> protest. They do it in golf carts, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. Instead of Lamborghinis. Yeah. <laughs> just zooming it in from yeah. their homes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it up there. The houses are million-dollar houses and are right next to a railroad track. And you get a, you can tell the engineers don't like Winter Park because they actually blow the horns <laughs> going through. Oh, sure. That's well, they're funny. supposed to be. Yeah, because it's supposed to be a silence. Exactly. So everybody hear the oh, horn blowing. You know, that engineer's like, I've had enough of Winter Park. So I wrote about it because I thought it was legit, and I quickly found out it was not legit and that it had not sold. And so I had to take down the post real quick, but it was already too late because the newsletter had sent it out. And so I was getting all these emails from Winter Parkers who were concerned because they were all like, I love Bangalore. I come to you for news all the time. This is what most of them said. Uh, But I know this isn't true. What what's happening and now I can't find the story and I was like yeah because it's not true I had to take it down so we've reissued a statement that a whole thing about the expose about like where it's really at and the city's like put aside 15 million dollars for the potential purchase of the property but uh, but man am I getting 
so like trolled I, I by Winter Parkers then, right so, now. So right, you a made a mistake. It, it sucks. Like, yeah. I, I and more people it read it not with this reissue of it. <laughs> like more people have read it since I've further explained it. So my question is, where did you get this mysterious email from? Yeah, and I can't. I really, I can't even find it. Other, I would have done a screen cap of it, but I didn't make it up. Because no. I'm not that creative. So it was like, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> trying to find these facts. Because he even had the facts about, like, in it, they talked about a $7 million fee that was put aside. Maybe it'd be $15 million to renovate it. And so, like, there were facts that I just didn't have. And it's it's almost like there was a self-destructing email. So I need to, yeah, I know. It sounds like you had a really vivid dream about this email. <laughs> about this? <laughs> and it also sounds like we should be at the Winter Park Post Office recording I, there. <laughs> they can egg us as they drive by. I'm afraid. That's exactly what, the, if I enter foot into Winter Park, I will get fed to the dogs. So it's right now it's just on the table still. And not even, it's not for sale, but the city is poised and ready for it if it happens and so they have all the money just set aside we'll see what happens what do you think you guys are in real estate like what do you think a property like that is worth any idea or, or is that not your thing well it's valued at it's valued at like seven million it has to be yeah and the government yeah. always pays more yeah so. and it's right on the park so it's 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 amazing yeah. real estate and part of the deal is and i know you asked them but i <laughs> through my thorough research and vetting you're gonna, the you're second gonna article. We're going to do another re- redact. <laughs> they, um, they, part of the deal is if it sells, they have to buy new property yep. and build them a new location. Mm-hmm. And so they have two locations set aside too, just in case. Which article are you pulling that information from? <laughs> <laughs> that, Man, was direct, that was a low blow. I love it. For my friends at the City Hall, Winter Park City Hall, but who that's accurate, were very kind and held my hand. I mean, this. they still need a post office, right? Oh, yeah. So if you sell one, one you're they want it close so, to downtown still. Yeah. So where where are there properties that it can move Webster. To? There's two properties on Webster, which is downtown-ish. Okay. Which like, ain't less cheaper than where it is no. right now. <laughs> but it's not on the park, so that's probably their big thing. No. They want it on the park. But, but what, that post office is not just a building. There's a whole like behind the building where all the trucks are, and I mean, they, they sort mail there. Winter Park would be smarter to buy the post office. The city of Winter Park should just buy the post office, demolish it, turn it into the park, and then move it someplace else rather than even like letting a developer... Oh, yeah, the that's what they want to do, right? That's yeah. what they want that's to what do. That's what they want to do. But they should just do it. Well, no, it, it, it's complicated because you got to go Because they the don't want to sell. Right that's now, the true. federal government is saying, we don't, we're fine. We yeah. don't yeah. want to sell. They don't yeah. need any more money yeah. to do that. Back up. Yeah. Back up is what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, our college park uh, post office staying where it's at. Yeah, and I will Nobody never write about it. I'm just <laughs> not going to write about postal <laughs> That's probably good things thing. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But on but, a positive but you note, made a mistake. on a positive note, look at all these followers you have in Winter Park. <laughs> I mean, if this, if this didn't happen, mm-hmm. you'd have no idea how many people love the bungalow. <laughs> so I think this is great. And Winter Parkers are very, like, notoriously engaged with how their their town is run, like they all have opinions, and I used to work for the city of Winter Park, ah. and uh, and I'll tell you, they all go up to meetings. I think they have the most committees per capita in like the South. Do you have anything to do with that clock they got in the middle of the city? That was a private donor oh. donated that. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I wish I want to get to the point where I'm so rich, I'll just like buy weird things for towns <laughs> and just give it to them, and then they have to put them up somewhere. Do you remember that? There was a statue. It was like a boulder, and it looked like a metal, like a chalk drawing of someone. Where? 
it was downtown in Winter Park or no in, in Orlando a chalk drawing and I think it was it was somewhere where they had to build a building I maybe don't near Doctor Phillips and then they put it in storage and then they said it disappeared nope <laughs> and then they had to like pay out insurance and everything like it was this big thing because they lost this piece of public art that they didn't really want interesting that had been given to them by a member I once of did the a public. story when I worked That's in Alabama awesome. where they had thrown it away. They had thrown the public art away, <laughs> and I found it in a junkyard, and I took a photo, Whoa. and now it's actually on display at the University of Alabama Huntsville. And they're all like, damn, that John Bustecker. Yeah, pretty much, because the city removed it, and then they had to, like, oh, we, they had to backtrack, and then the, this, the college took it. Can the municipality, like, deny donations of public art? I don't know. They like, why it, do you even have to buy something expensive? Can you just, like, donate it to them and... <laughs> no, I don't know. Anyway, you know what's cool? They Tax just write off a bag of ice for a pitcher of beer. Yeah, that's, that's my. That's favorite. what they used to do at uh, uh, Burton's. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day, oh, they used to put zip, ice in the beer. A zippy. They actually zippy had, no, no, no. At Burton's, that the mugs. Or the pitchers actually had like a, a ice thing in the middle of yeah, it. Yeah, you unscrew the bottom. Yeah, they pull it yeah. yeah, they don't have those no more. But, but, it, also mean, but it also means you're not drinking fast enough. It's true. Well, it's, I, you guys aren't drinking fast enough. I've had two and a half beers so far. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, oh, I'm John Bustecker <laughs> drinking a lot of beer. <laughs> Thanks for drinking my new beer. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Do <laughs> so you hear about this new Icelandic airline? It's called Play, and it's going to have direct flights to Iceland and Europe via Orlando. That's nice. And they're going to have. Tickets starting at $129 per flight. So, I'm going to say this. Nobody gets a $129 ticket. I'm also going to say, didn't Iceland, didn't they have, like, all these interesting named airlines? Like, Play is not the first one. They had, like, Iceland Air that was flying out of Sanford. Reykjavik Air. Yeah, or something like that. And then they have, like, It it was flying out of Sanford, and I I don't even know if they do it anymore. So, you're saying it's not an interesting enough name? but. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm feeling like this is this is within their vein of past airlines. I think have only gone to Iceland. I'm glad they're getting a budget airline. Has anyone at the table gone to Iceland? I never have. Would love to go. I would I like to. Go. Yeah, yeah, same it here. Looks cool. You I should get us on the inaugural flight. Okay, from I already asked when they sent me the yeah. press release. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Are you sending influencers? <laughs> Here's one we did for Spirit Airlines. Nice. <laughs> ne- nice. Next recording on oh, the way over to Iceland. Oh, there and back. Go. I'll do it twice. If I went they to the. Send us there. I went to the Virgin Islands for free when Spirit launched their <laughs> flights. <laughs> I was I was really hoping I'd get to go. So to wait, Iceland. is this flying out of Orlando or Sanford? Orlando. Oh, okay. Yeah, hundred twenty nine right. bucks. Nobody's gonna get that price. Why? Because they just don't do it. They say that, but like one person gets a ticket for one hundred twenty nine dollars. Pessimist. Yeah. I'm just telling you, you can't get that price. You might get one for three fifty, which is still a great deal. I feel like that's you your should. booking fee. Then uh, you get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. you get the little your bag, your five pound bag. Taxes. Once you have to go through the door, you can put quarters in the bathroom to use yeah. it. I mean, all the fun. I mean, stuff. I'm glad they're doing. More airlines, the better. For that amount, I will fly there and just go to that mud place where it's like salty muds or something. Uh, I just salty muds. Salty muds. Salty muds. Muds. Salty muds and salty buds. <laughs> I for ultimate opens this weekend. I'm excited for this. Are you? I want to see these cars finally go down the middle the of I four. Are you yes. going to take the new express lanes? Is that boys? this this Saturday? Saturday Ten oh a.m. Ah. And it's free. They're waiving the fees for, for the five next five days. days. Yep. For five days after that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I after bet that. you there's going to be a crash on Saturday <laughs> afternoon and a crash on Sunday. They've been doing <laughs> safety drills for like a month. I yep. Think. Yeah. yep. Have you seen those guys? I drove down I-4 Ultimate, not the express lanes, the other day. And I was coming, uh, I was going down, down, through downtown. And like these two guys, like in these little like bucket 
cops with like these uh, radar guns, not p- cops, but like construction workers with radar guns pointing, tracking speeds of really? every pers- people in each lane as you come through downtown south of Colonial. Yeah. Why? And I was like, they must already be testing and finding out that there's not enough lanes going from <laughs> yeah, uh, something they should have done earlier. To, yeah, four away. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're just they're now finally figuring out we need a fourth lane. From it's going to be like three Ivanhoe bucks or something to do the length of it. Is that uh, at the beginning? What? It might be like fifteen by the time Cause it's it, cause in that, a few weeks. Then it's by demand in a few. It weeks, is. Right? So if it's super busy, it's going to be more expensive because that those lanes supposedly won't be as busy. Mm. I'm too nervous. I'm going to wait like a year before I take. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> You're going to be like, it's, it's empty there. I'm going. No, the way people keep, people are crashing into like that tea shop over at Mills and, and Colonial. You know, oh, or really? Those, or like the College Park sign. Well, that's not the oh, highway. highway. That's not the and you got the guy who went, and fell crashing. off his motorcycle, motorcycle and ran through the windows at Denny's. At the Denny's. On, or, on Lee Road. Ed, yeah. In Edgewater? Or is it no, Lee, Lee oh, and... Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we have, we have yeah. a property out there, so we know that corner very well. That's why that was really? blocked off. Yeah. Lee and Wymore. It's right by oh, the axe throwing He place. just couldn't wait for his syrup and waffles. Crazy. Oh, no. Too soon, he, man. Yeah. Too soon. <laughs> Block that out. He, he, <laughs> he wanted his grand slam and got more than he bargained oh, for. Oh, my gosh. I Could you tell I didn't know what <laughs> he served? <laughs> <laughs> but Denny's not your not your demo. I just can you imagine being like I just wouldn't want to die in a Denny's. No, no. If I'm going to die in a Denny's, it's from a heart attack <laughs> or yeah, eating pancakes. Yeah, or that's like more likely. Yeah, eating, eating moons over my <laughs> hammy. <laughs> evil can evil eat it. You know. Oh my gosh, it's so sad. Uh, there's a settlement agreement with Mad Cow. Did we talk about this last week? A little Ooh, bit. A little bit. Um, because they ha- they're. Do you, are you guys following this? Are Mad you, Cow are you theater big theater, theater stuff folks? You're kind of involved yeah. in the art scene, so maybe you can't talk about it, Ben. Tell me about it, and okay. I'll let you know if you can talk about it. <laughs> if I chime in, you'll know what the answer so is. So Mad Cow Theater has been operating in a subsidized space on Church Street, I want to say, is since squatting 2011. Is squatting the wrong word? Or I, not? I, 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 mean, I, I don't say before, that lightly. But they owe a lot of money. They do. So They the, do. If the, you live in a house and you don't pay rent or a mortgage, uh, are you squatting? Well, do you own the house or not? No. No. You're <laughs> no, the and city does. So the city built it out through the CRA, like, and the and Matt Cow was supposed to pay them back in four installments or something. It was like four hundred eighty grand. They paid I don't know ten grand back on that. And oh yeah, stopped. not very much. And then they were also supposed to be paying a monthly fee to uh, Shopcore, whoever owned Fifty Five West all this time. Uh, for like, uh, like a maintenance fee, and they're in security, so it was like two grand a month, and they never paid a dime on that, and so they were there for multiple years, and it got up to like, I think altogether it was like six hundred thousand dollars in debt. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like I'm, I'm probably rounding that up a bit, um, and then they, so they got a notification of a termination of lease in November. They were supposed to leave immediately, and they didn't. They just kind of stuck it through. I mean, I'm sure they were like, look, they ain't kicked us out yet. That's Let's what, just stick around till they do. And so no, everyone was wondering. They never issued a public statement about it. Like, everyone wrote about it, but they just wouldn't talk to anyone. And then they just kept sending out, like, season announcements. And they did holiday programming. And, and then, so now, we just because we see it in City uh, Minute stuff, city uh commission meeting meeting like the minutes, agenda that they have now reached a settlement with them and they have until may 31st now to exit with this and they don't have to pay with the city with the city and they don't have to pay any of the money that's owed but they do have to leave their equipment and the space as it is 
Didn't 55 West also sell in the last... There's a new owner. Yeah, there's a new owner. So I wonder if they're pushing... I would hope so. so I just don't understand what kind of dark Jedi powers they have to, like, wave their hands in front of City Hall and not only, like, exist for that long without okay. paying any of that money. Like, <laughs> like I think... I, I think I, here's what I think. I think they're probably at the point now where they're like, look, the city's like, you just leave... You walk away, we'll walk away, we'll let bygones be bygones. You don't sue us, we don't sue you, whatever, and we'll just we'll just call it even. That's probably where they're at right now. Six hundred thousand. It's a lot of money, but like it's not like it's money that was. I mean, I guess the city was paying that, but it was rent, right? I'm also at the rent and then maintenance fees. And stuff. Okay, I don't know. So isn't this the same place? I don't know. This isn't from a source that I can verify. Yeah. So but they're they're having parties in there and people are stealing the artwork off the walls and taking it of uh, these rave parties they're having there back around January. What? Oh, I don't know. In Mad Cow? At Mad Cow? Mm-hmm. Right right on Church Street. Yes. That's talking off he keeps <laughs> talking off Mike because he doesn't want to get in trouble anymore. Uh, that's <laughs> that's I what I was heard, I, I was know. told. I, I think the city's just tired of it and they're just like, look, you guys go, do your thing. We're just gonna take the building back. Go and that's what they're gonna but do. But it's not the, the city's building. It looks like Fringe is gonna well, take it over now. But but wait, he just said that it's oh. not the city's building. Isn't it fifty five West? It's fifty five West, but there's a lease agreement that with the, the city. Yeah, okay. and the city subleases. Right. That's yeah. what it is. All right. Well, the city's just like we just want to be done with this. But the question the is, how why much do we need a theater space yeah. there? We don't need a theater space on on church. We, we talked about this, but it's already there. So House like, on Church is killing it. You know, uh-huh. they're doing theatrical stuff. We have Doctor Phillips around the corner. I know we need an in between, maybe downtown. Like, what's the thing that local arts organizations could use? P House. But are they? Are they the <laughs> well, new they, they got rid of that yeah. one too. <laughs> is that not being built out? It's I, happening. There's it's really happening. not. I mean, it's slowed not. a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be like opening first of the year and now there's it's a like, party coming up or something no for they the wrote they wrote spring on the sign we're still in spring anyway, we should probably take a True. break we should take, take a break. break and when we come back we're going to talk about some other drama and, and all the tea <laughs> this, is a, this is a really crazy episode <laughs> From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Hey Mo, your buddy John here. I've always wondered, what's the difference between stacked and non-stacked insurance coverage? So stacked coverage basically means if you have multiple vehicles on a policy, that coverage stacks on top of each other. So for instance, if you have two vehicles on your policy and you have $10,000 on uninsured motorist coverage on each vehicle, if there's an accident and you have stacked coverage, that 10,000 now becomes 20,000 because 10,000 times two. If you have three vehicles, it becomes 30,000, so on and so forth. If you have non-stacked, it just stays to the $10,000. It just stays to the policy for that vehicle. Now, one thing you wanna make sure of is if you only have one vehicle on the policy, then there's no reason to have stacked coverage, especially if they're charging you more for that. Um, but all it basically means is you can put the policies on top of each other or stack them, as they say. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Eden Bar and the Florida Film Festival, which is taking place April 8th through the 17th this year. Up first is Drive My Car, which was nominated 
over four Academy Awards, including Best Picture. It's all about Yusuke Kafuku, who receives an offer to direct at a theater festival in Hiroshima, where he meets a woman and is forced to confront truths from his past. Reefer Madness will screen on March 4th at midnight. The original Buffy the Vampire Slayer film will play on the 8th. And then there's a free screening of Legally Blonde in Winter Park Central Park on the 10th at 7 p.m. Go to enzian.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. This is Brendan for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Celebrate spring with other nature enthusiasts at the West Oaks Plant Swap on March 5th. Bring your own plants and cuttings to share with others, and you might walk away with a new favorite for your own garden. Spend your Sunday afternoon enjoying classical music favorites at the Orlando Public Library. On March 6th, students from Blackmore School of Music will host an hour-long community performance for all to enjoy. Don't delay, OCLS's spring break classes are filling up fast, including multi-day steam camps, DIY art classes, and more. For more information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Bustegger. And I've got nothing better to do. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. You don't look forward to our meetings every always. week? I always do, but then this week we have our friends from Ben Lobby Home, so I'm very excited. All right, yeah, yeah. They're hanging out with us. We're at the hideaway uh-huh. having beers. I'm about to get a Reuben. I'm excited. And this is, I love the hideaway. I'm I'm. I want to support it as much as possible this before like they move home, across the street. This is like your hometown bar. It kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. There's Wally's, so. you know, like that old oh. dive kind of feel. Although Wally's, we call it Walter's now because yes. it went through the renovation. <laughs> so, so it's a little fancy. But you can eat here at the hideaway, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Walter's, you have to go to the food truck outside. Which is fine. <laughs> but they're not always there, yeah. right? I think there's the a, there's only original thing f- there is the, the skinny little men's room in the back. Oh, it has a tiny oh, yeah. men's room. Yeah. And they and did the, that on purpose, so there was no funny business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, limit the options. And they got the booby wallpaper, too. They do, They yeah. and they, they restored it. I know. Yeah, they had to. They restored to. it. Yeah, uh-huh. it was almost all gone, because did you hear about the, when, when yeah. the guy bought it, Manesh Patel, yep. when he purchased it, the electric only worked in half the building, and the rest of it was all strung up with extension cords. <laughs> That's so, hilarious. And when they finally were able to get, like, some light in there, they saw, like, the walls were just rotted, like, just black mold, just, like, destroyed. And so the wallpaper was mostly gone. So he had to, like, redo the wallpaper. So all that wallpaper in there, it's not like they just cleaned it. They, like, digitally scanned it. And then reproduce it and make custom wallpaper based on the original pattern. Nice. But really? we're actually or we're at the hideaway tonight. Because <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to, it's like a time capsule. Yeah. I think the only thing like that still around here is Whiskey Lou's that hasn't been touched yet. No. Well, now they have a fried chicken restaurant in there 
and oh. a bar out back or a little balcony. So it's a little bit different. Oh, wow. And they're not smoking now, Scott. Not to oh, throw you on the spot, but you're completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like that article earlier, you know. Yeah, yeah he knows all too. about being completely <laughs> wrong. We're in the same we're in the same chair now. I think I'd have more grace about it. Right? <laughs> just throw it in your face. We, we had a commercial break. I mean, I've been sad and crying. So wait, the, hideaway, the hideaway's day. moving across the street? Yeah, they are. So Chan, uh, Chance Gordy, who who owns the the yard across the street, they're expanding outwards like coffee on a white shirt. And they're just, <laughs> you can't stop them. So this is the next phase over here on this side. They bought up. I want to say five or six lots. On what the side what of are they the going to put over here? Another another apartment? It's going to look just as tall as the yard. So wow. it's another massive uh, mixed-use property. And the hideaway was Chip Chip was a holdout. He didn't want to sell. And so, and he was like that typewriter store over where... Uh, Lost transactor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cash transactor. Over on Mills there. Yeah. That guy <laughs> held out for a long time. He wanted $3 million. He died, think. and so they and just waited him out. Yep. And, and then his kids were like, sold. I think Chip was like, yeah, let's just give in. And so part of the deal is uh, they're building, Chip, a whole new big, beautiful restaurant across the street. Cool. And, and all the staff here is super excited to have a kitchen that's not just like teeny tiny little closet. They're going to have a real spot. And some of the people that have that are working here have been here for years, like decades even. So, yeah, I'm excited for them. Uh we're with Ben Lobby Homes. We we put out a survey on the Instagrams for some questions from our readers. They're all desperately waiting for us to get the answers. Are you guys ready to be quizzed? You're gonna it, it, rapid fire here. Rapid uh, fire questions. There you go. Have a little drink. Let me, there. Let, me, let, me, know. let me cleanse my palate. So so what we should say if you like what you hear here on Bungalow and the Bus, go to bungalower.com. Follow Brendan on. All the Instagrams Please. and TikToks But and only Facebooks. say nice things because yeah. I'm sensitive. Yeah, no, he deletes the negative comments, right? You should. Not true. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but follow him there. And if you've got a question for Ben Lobby and Ben Lobby Homes, send them in. We'll do them next time. Scott Wilson's here, too. Uh-huh. No yeah, well, it's not, uh, I'm just, it's, uh, it's not Scott Wilson I'm Holmes. It's not yeah, Lobby that's Holmes. That's true. All right? that's true. <laughs> Supported by. <laughs> you guys ready for your first question? Here we go. Let's first go question. What is the, once, should I do it in a voice? No, just do it regular. This is from at Lee Vista View. Wait, is that your voice or is that regular? I'm Lee Vista View. <laughs> the question is, what's the first step in buying a home? That would be an easy one. Get pre-approved for financing or a proof of funds. Okay. So wait. From like so a financial So that means person? like go to the bank or whoever first and be like, okay, I can afford this. Well, believe it or not, not going to a, just the banks is not the best thing to do. I mean, some of the big banks are not the best places to go for mortgages. All right. I mean, there are actually uh, lenders that just specialize in mortgages for homes, um, and they'll and you're not a, they won't treat you like a number. They'll treat you actually like a person, and you get things done and move along. Because basically, when you go out to look for a home to purchase, the seller doesn't want anyone walking through their home that's not ready or able to purchase at home so they don't want you to waste their time so it's very hard to show homes if you don't have a proof of funds or a pre-approval letter and then plus if you see something you want with this market right now if you don't have the proof of funds or a pre-approval you no one's gonna look at your offer no we see we see offers come in on houses we have listed we don't it's like well next is that how you sort through it first? Like these guys don't even have any cash ready. Oh, uh, we ask for the pre. We ask for the proof of funds or the pre-approval once the offer comes in. It's like is when people want to rent a home and you got to do a credit. Yeah. Credit. Is there like a particular lender that you 
I, I don't want to say recommend, but are there some that you recommend? Yeah. So we have a list, to be <laughs> honest. Yeah. So we. John's a professional. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have a list of, of lenders that we can introduce people to that, you know, we only keep on the list based off of past customer reviews. So, like, the moment we get a bad review from a customer or we have a bad experience with that lender, they get knocked off that list. So, like, if a buyer wants to get pre-approved and they don't know where to go or which lender to talk to, they can just come to us first and we'll introduce them to three and they can shop around rates. Are, the, are the home seller or, the, like, like your we company? We have other questions, no, fine, John. Fine, fine. I'll, no, I'll let the readers go. The go, go. Well, what go. was your question? My was question it? is, is it ever all in-house, <laughs> like, the lender and the and the what you guys do or not? Or is that always two separate things? What was the question? Like, could I go, like, could yes. Ben Lobby Homes also be the lender? Yes, we yes. actually okay. have a lending arm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Good that to makes know. it faster. Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay. It you does. didn't want me to so ask we have, that. Do we do have an internal <laughs> Excellent lender? question. Thank so that's, you. That's, yeah. like, brand new as of, like, uh, a month ago. So. Right. <laughs> Good. And, and the other thing, like, there's different type of loans. So, I mean, if, you're a v, if you want to do a VA loan, we're going to do an FHA loan or conventional, we have different lenders that we use to steer them to people, lenders that specialize in those type of loans. Nice. How long does it take to buy a home? That's from at Doug Funny. So it depends. Is he married? Well, Wait, what's the woman's name? <laughs> Patty. Doug Funny. Wasn't that the name of his girlfriend? Patty? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Doug Funny was <laughs> dating Patty yeah, and had a true. dog name. I don't know. There's always a dog in the true, cartoons. True. Anyway. Um, well, Doug, um, <laughs> it takes a while nowadays to buy a home just because of how competitive the market is. And it also depends on like what you're looking for. So most buyers we work with are looking for anywhere between four to six months before they find that house and secure that house, or they're putting in multiple offers on multiple different properties, and it takes somewhere between four to six months before we can secure a property for them. Wow. But once they find that property and they go under contract, from contract to closing the day they get those keys, that's only 30 to 40 days. All right. right. So so the... the, the big amount of time is looking for the house and finding the right one. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I was scared there for a second. Uh, <laughs> is now really a good time to buy? Yeah. That's from at Jenny Toma. Now's a great time to buy, especially with the interest rates going up. So people have to finance. I mean, interest rates are going up. I mean, it's going to be tough to find something in the threes now. I mean, it's approaching fours. It's in the fours. I mean, again, if you're a cash buyer, it doesn't affect you, but majority of people need to finance. So, I so mean, threes are good? I don't. They're they're probably almost unheard of by now. We're almost into the fours. Interest rates in the threes. Yeah. So, like, as interest rates go up, your buying power decreases, right? And so the Fed has already announced that at the end of the year, interest rates are going to be higher than they are now. Okay. Right. So if I tell you at the end of this year, you're not going to be able to buy as much house as you can today, and prices are still probably going to be higher than oh, they yeah. are later in the end of the year than they are today just because demand is so high and sur- supply is so low now is the best time to buy got it buy it brendan buy a house i'm trying why are I you know. waiting on i know why are you waiting why i'm not I have, to, <laughs> I have to do the first step and yeah, get pre-approved. pre-approved yeah yeah what should my credit score <laughs> what should my credit score be to qualify for financing that's from at at a turkey <laughs> Your readers are great. These are great names. You got Doug Funny hanging out on Nickelodeon and over and there. Turkey. Uh-huh, and a well, turkey. Yeah. Well, Mr. Turkey, it depends on uh, it depends on the loan program, actually. There's different loan programs for different borrowers with different qualifications. But I would say you would want your credit score to be 600 and above 
to get a, a good rate. If your credit score is 700 and above, you're going to get a much better rate, right? But we do have lenders who can work with people who have lower credit scores, right? That shouldn't discourage you from starting the process. And that's why talking to the lender is is key to start first because if you have a low credit score, we and the lender can help advise you on what changes you need to make to get your credit score higher. Yeah. Stop so buying costumes, right. Brendan. Don't, Don't put that on the Amex, Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> and we also have a I few rental rental own <laughs> options for people <laughs> working on the credit What's well. a credit card? <laughs> what, oh. what am I, a grown-up? Side number one. Yeah. No credit card. <laughs> uh, last like, question. This is the lowest credit score we've ever had. <laughs> this is a good question. What, a, what amount of rent is too high to pay before buying a home. That's from Scoots McGee. <laughs> Scoots McGee. Well, Scoots, you know, if you're spending more than $1,600 a month on rent, you really need to come talk to us about uh, getting pre-approved for a loan and get you into a house. And that's what? like most of the rent. That's like the, probably oh, yeah. the average for rents in, in all of these new units. I think if up. you've locked in something from like years ago, you're probably at yeah. 12 or 13. But yeah. if you're like just doing it now, I mean... Good luck finding this. We've been paying a grand. Place. I've been paying a grand a month. You I know, know. You're two, low. Two. You're low. Yeah, I know. You're robbing someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, w- they they want you out. They, they, they want us all out now. Yeah. <laughs> they want you to be delinquent and say, get so out of here. So $1,600 a month that's is it. the number. That's yeah. it for the questions, please. Okay. So how can they find you to they, ask if they have more questions? <laughs> Blow a horn and they'll just like. Yeah, like, yeah will magically <laughs> appear. Say Ben Lobby Magic home three ride. times <laughs> in the bathroom. And Not in the bathroom, but yeah. definitely in front of, like, I don't know, your <laughs> <laughs> on your Peloton. <laughs> Before it rolls out the door on you. Is yeah. it BenLobbyHomes.com? It is. And okay. Lobby is not spelled like Lobby Lobby. It's spelled like Lobby Lobby. Like <laughs> L-A-U-B-E. Yeah. There you go. Because <laughs> I've always been saying Lobby. Lobby. Yeah, Lobby. Lobby. Everything under the sun. Thanks, guys. Those are good good answers. Good answers. Good answers yeah. and good questions. We'll do another round next time you're on probably uh-huh. next, next Like week. if my house is haunted, can I return it? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> Fun fact: That's Is there a, a warranty? Question. Is there a warranty on yeah. haunted houses? Is there like, is there a window of time? Yeah, with which I can return a haunted home. Fun fact: Your house is haunted if someone passes away in it. Really? Sad and well, what? Well, not necessarily. Like, okay. uh, what do you mean? Officially? Think of it this way: If someone does pass away in your house and they haunt your house, you don't actually have to tell the next buyer about that. You don't have to oh, disclose it. Or no. Interesting. Or if You're there's. So sh- or if they've been, is there anything you would, would tell someone? <laughs> is there anything what? you do have to disclose? Yeah, um, yes, material defects of the house. Like right. if the roof okay. is falling in, but not spiritual things. But not spiritual or murders <laughs> or deaths. All, right. All right, good to All know. Right. Good to know. I want to know though. Yeah, I mean, there's probably bodies buried under your house. Yeah, but well, that's you have to. But I put them there. Yeah, you put them. Just look for the green spots on the lawn. Uh-huh. We'll know where they're at. Yeah. Well, there was that ayahuasca church across the street from us, and I don't know that one of those hippies could have crawled. I'm sure, there was a sacrifice in your yard yeah. somewhere. <laughs> sacrifice my self-respect. <laughs> uh, Paramore just became an official Main Street again. Is this a good thing or a bad thing, Brendan? I think it's a good thing. It is a good thing. Again, yeah, it was actually one of the original Main Streets, and it got disbanded after just a few months of operations by Daisy. I think it was Daisy Lynham. It was yeah, at least she was that, she was the commissioner at the time over there. It was that time uh, she passed away, and there was a, a great well, R.I.P. Miss Lynham. I'm sorry, I'm dragging you through the mud. Um, <laughs> there at the time, Orlando Weekly did a piece on it. And there's a quote from someone at City Hall basically saying, 
They disbanded it because it could undermine the revitalization efforts that were underway, like Amway Center. So it was it would give too much opposition to the larger projects they how, had in play. How, how is Amway Center revitalization of any area? I, just or like the soccer stadium, which I love. Go, we go to all yeah. the games, but they plop that down. In the middle of Paramore. They sure did. They right still, on the road. Do you think they still want that church that's right there? I don't know. I don't think no. the church wants to sell. They're making the most money they have ever made off of just renting out parking, parking? spots during yeah, the yeah. game. If you're not familiar, there's a church right next to the stadium, and the stadium is like, we want to buy your church. And they're like, yeah, $30 bucks million dollars or something <laughs> like that. And they're like, we're not going to pay that much for it. Well, it kind of reminds me when we went to the Wave earlier, all of a sudden they put this huge hotel in the middle of a cow pasture. Uh-huh. And then the soccer stadium showed up where it was. It was uh-huh. like, well, this doesn't belong here, but oh well, it's nice. Let's it's, go do it's it. It's equally as disjointing, except they didn't displace anything in Lake Nona, <laughs> true, right? And this, they just they went right in the middle of the main street. Those cows there, were displaced in Lake Nona. Okay? Was there anything? But was <laughs> those cows are there for tax write offs? I don't tax write offs. That's true. That's that so is true. the only reason they're there. But I don't remember what was on the site of the soccer stadium. Was there anything really there? Uh, I think there was a warehouse. Okay. We have an old. There piece. weren't homes there though. No, uh, yeah, no. Not that I that not that I remember. Other no. another church that sold? It possibly. It's yeah. exciting to see. They tried to launch it when when I guess in 2019, Church Street expanded and became something called City District, and then they hired an assistant director. And the whole idea was that assistant director would one day grow up to be their own director of their own Main Street, which is Paramore. Yeah, and that was all they would focus on. So that's I mean, finally they need, happened. They need somebody over there advocating for Paramore, right? Yeah. yeah. So does the Church Street Main Street go across I four, or is I think it, it stops it. Now it does not, but it's also City District. It now encompasses like all the way up to OBT, and uh, like it's big. It's a uh, big old so wait, piece. Is of that pie. what they're calling it? The City District? Yeah, in downtown. So it, it expanded into like along Orange Avenue, and which is interesting because then there's all these other groups yeah. like Downtown Orlando Partnership and the Downtown Arts District and things that already existed. Like, why did we need a Main Street down there too? And they're all, but they're all kind of working together now. It's interesting. To see I mean, what's there's happening. a lot happening in Paramore. So they, like I said, they ought to have somebody advocating for what they do there. And they there's need, like a downtown right they there. They need too. someone advocating for the small businesses that have been there forever, yeah. like Hurley's Flower Shop, who yeah. you profiled once. I did. How Probably long has she been there? Fi- uh, it might be 50 years this year. Yeah. I need to go buy, buy and say hi to her. Right? It's <laughs> been do. a while. She runs a flower shop there, and she only does funerals. That's all she does. <laughs> Don't want to do nothing else. So she's been busy the last two she years. She has been. Yeah. But there's also, I know the, the there's the New Image Youth Center right there, and I think they're getting kicked out. Kicked out. Yeah, because someone bought the building. Yeah, and so they've been there for, I don't know, 10 years maybe? And they do yeah. stuff with, like, kids in the neighborhood, and they, like, teach them how to, you know, they have, like, after-school programs. It's all in flux. Ryan Young, who owns Interstruct Inc. Uh, design Build Group, I was just, they're building a beautiful new uh, office building there. Right, right across from the stadium, and they're, uh-huh. they're, he's now on the board for Paramore. So it's interesting to see the things that are coming in and things that are leaving. That's a, that's a transitional neighborhood for sure. But I think no, only yeah. five thousand people you know, live there. Quick funny story. So you know when the bowl games are all down, they come in for they go yep. to Camping World. It's so all these out towners come in to support their team, and people just decide to put parking signs up and say park here, park here, park uh-huh. here. No permits or nothing. Everyone parks there. They get all the cash. They go in. They come back. All their cars, cars are gone because they've been parking them on private property. And the tow trucks come in and tow all the cars away. Huh. 
That's what? That's yeah, happening? Yeah, that actually made the news uh, last, not this year, last year. Whoa, I had no idea. Yeah. I got another district question for you. Okay, let's like, see if I can answer it. It's it's an I think it's the newest district that's coming up in the city of Orlando. And you guys are in the know, so I want to ask you. No pressure. What is going on with this under the I4 district? Oh. <laughs> yeah, they they love putting district behind things. I know, I haven't seen it's anything a park. recent. It's an urban it's an urban park. And Hopefully so it's going to be all AstroTurf. <laughs> I think so. I think it has but to mostly be. hardscape because it's like g- basketball courts and, yeah. and playgrounds. And I was against this Climbing at first, but walls, I'm, I'm pro. I'm, I'm for it now. Food truck, you know, parking areas. Um, it's a, yeah. They just want to activate it. It's Wh- never going to be parking again. When's that all starting though? Because like they, it's, it's in design phase right no? now. Very okay. early design phase. But I'll tell you, we were part of. I I helped this other urban park where they're going to be doing projection stuff at the corner of Robinson and uh, Orange. It's going to be like a shipping container park. Oh, cool! And they were chose like this. I was part of the bid that won, but I feel like that was like four or five years ago. It's been a while, a long time yeah. ago, and yeah. it's only now starting like to break ground. It's it should have cool. broken ground. It's already. cool what they're yeah. going to do. Underneath I four, as I said, I was a detractor for a while, but I think it'll be cool if they do it right. There's no official design for it yet. I, so I, that's, I mean, I that's seen the phase they're in right now gotcha. is the official design. But that was supposed to start as soon as I four Ultimate finished, yeah. which was supposed to be like a year ago. But, but now it's, Saturday. it's finally yeah. finishing Saturday. Although I don't know if they're totally done yet. <laughs> they still have to well, landscape anything, all those intersections. Yeah, they still got well. some landscaping yeah. to do. Anything under I four will be better than what it's been in the past. So it's I mean, true. all they can do is go up. That's true. It'll only improve. It's only going to get nicer. We oh one more thing. We have so much talk. Can I let me just run through things? All right. Uh, Fast. Honolulu Harry's is opening up in College Park. It's a new. Another new Hawaiian-themed bar restaurant. We don't have one in College Park, so... The Chicken Strip is swelling with another location. The Chicken Cone will be opening up. They put fried chicken in a waffle cone. Sounds delicious. That's Yum. that place in, on 1792 that's just full of fried chicken restaurants. And I don't know if I could say the other name. Can I say the other name? Oh. We did before. Did we say you last mean the chicken yeah, the cock district? Cock block. Yeah. 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 Why not? Thank the you. Chicken if we get dumped, it's your fault. Um. Okay. Uh, wouldn't it be the first time? Colonial Lanes is now is now the Primrose Lanes. They've renamed it. This is led by Team Market Group, the same people that own Mathers. They are gearing up for an opening sometime this year. That's Still cool. a bowling alley. Still a bowling alley. Half of it will be the half of it that's left has been segmented again. So the back half is going to be a gym. And then the other half will still be like I think it's a eight gym? lanes. I know a gym goes with bowling. It's separate. They They're just renting out the back half. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Uh, and then Kimco Realty acquired Colonial Plaza in the Milk District, and there's talk of knocking down some of those retail buildings to add new apartments and mixed use buildings there. Uh, we have all the plans up on bungalore.com of what that could look like. We got to go. All right, we're we out. We got to go. Uh, thanks so much to Ben Lobby Holmes for being on the show Thank again. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. The Hideaway. Uh, the Hideaway for these Reuben sandwiches and pitchers of beer. And uh, we look forward to having you next week. See you guys next week. And, guys. Gal- and gals. Guys and gals. And children. <laughs> <laughs>